0: of Life Over Par. This episode will not be like any episode that we have ever done before. This episode is dedicated to a man that was a pretty big part of the Claire and Farwell community, Mr. Kerwin Payson's, better known as Cap. Uh, he was a very nice and giving man. He tried to help everybody he could. Um, Cap had many jobs throughout the years, uh, gas station attendant. Bookkeeper, athletic director, a coach, and many more. But he was probably best known to people our age for his time as our athletic trainer. He impacted countless student athletes through the years with his tape, signature, capsicles, and words of wisdom and encouragement. He was proudly inducted into the Clare Athletic Hall of Fame. There is so much more that we could get into, and that is why I've decided. We have decided to have a little help on this episode. Kevin and Kyle, you're here with me as always. What's up? What's up? What's up? But we also wanted to have a couple returning guests and friends to this episode to help us host. So uh, Nick Wyman, welcome. Thank Steven Spranger, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We got a crew now. Yeah,
1: I'm just glad you put us on opposite uh, ends of the table. Of here. course.
0: Now, <laughs> now many people have been asking for an episode with with both of you guys together in it many people and Why? now this is this is probably not the episode they had in mind and they were all waiting for yeah. but yeah. i feel like having you Close guys beyond. here was what was needed for this one i believe
1: We'll probably find a way to find a middle ground to come together for CAP. (laughs) (laughs) Probably good. This may be therapeutic for our relationship more than anything. I'm glad we
0: can bring that together. Oh, geez. Glad we could do that. (laughs) Throughout this episode, though, um, the part that's going to be a little different here is we are going to be bringing in guests to share their memories of CAP as well. Mm -hmm. Now, when I... When I had the idea on this, or somebody actually gave me the idea to to try this and to do this, um, I was told that this episode might not be very entertaining for people that didn't know Cap. And that might be true. But I thought, maybe people can take something away from this episode. You know, maybe you didn't know Cap, but anybody can find enjoyment in a good-hearted story. And maybe you didn't know Cap. Maybe there's somebody in your community that you can relate to. Maybe you didn't know Cap, but telling stories of joy and positivity might be what we need right now. And maybe you didn't know Cap, but the end of this episode, you'll see why so many people are glad that they did. So I'll, I'll end there with my beginning rant. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> I would you call that
1: a rant. That was well done. Yeah, that was pretty powerful. Yeah,
2: They call that a monologue. Is that what that's called, Kevin? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All
3: right. Well done.
0: Well, there's my monologue.
3: Yeah.
1: No, Cap was a, you know, I I think what you said there, probably a lot of, uh, you know, everybody from Claire that listens to the podcast obviously knows Cap because he's a legend. And and that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. It (laughs) depends on what kind of relationship you had with Cap because that could be across the board, too. Uh, but uh, you know, people not from Claire that are athletes, usually schools and programs have like a a guy like Cap. I mm-hmm. think right. that Cap was just our guy. So a lot of schools and programs, wherever you are, if you're an athlete, you probably have that trainer. Probably not as cool as Cap. Um, probably maybe, not. maybe they are. Maybe they're a character. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're yeah. a real trainer. Maybe they're not. <laughs> what was Cap? Uh, we don't know. No, I Cap know, no, no. was just Cap,
4: man. Yeah, he was a cool dude.
0: I mean, he touched a lot of people for his generosity and how much he helped yeah. people. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if he was, you know, trained to be a trainer. I don't know, but what he did helped. Yeah, and he helped a lot of people
5: in in so many more ways than just us fixing a sprained ankle. Like he he meant so much to so many uh, people and you're going to hear a lot of common themes and and stories. So it's going to be, it should be pretty interesting
1: for sure. Yep. Cap was the dude in the community that would kind of like, you know, find a kid maybe that didn't have uh, the same opportunity as, as other kids. And Cap was awesome at kind of in his own way, taking that kid and kind of raising that kid secretly um, you know, completely anonymously the whole time for the most part. Um, people that really knew Cap kind of knew what he was up to, but you ca- kind of lift that kid onto a level playing field, whereas you probably wouldn't have otherwise had that chance just because uh, Cap was a giving, giving dude. He'd find a way to, to do something. One of the best. Hmm.
0: All right, so throughout the episode, I mentioned <laughs> we're going to have people on. Um, I also opened it up on Facebook for people to send us their stories um and a few people sent them in steve you said you had some yep um we're gonna read those as well so those people had their opportunity to 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 say it we're gonna welcome in our first guest mr kevin richards
6: how's it going guys hey man
0: good get your slumlord to put in some leds
6: yeah (laughs) very yellow kevin Uh, man (laughs) If I had a damn landlord that did are something. Are you having
1: like a, I look, are you having like a rave over there? Is that a black light?
6: <laughs> I don't know what's going on,
1: man. You know, you know, in the, in the lease agreement, you know, that there is a black light <laughs> examination at the end of it.
6: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> so first question for you, tell us a little bit about yourself.
6: I <laughs> uh, teaching coach and Claire, uh, had cap as a eighth grade basketball coach and athletic trainer in high school. Um, Cap kept book for me when I was a varsity girls basketball coach too.
0: Okay. Um, any, any, uh, memories or stories that kind of stands out to you?
6: Tournament time in high school. He always wrote us passes to come, uh, come watch the tourney in his little, uh, I don't know, closet of a training room. The <laughs> bunker? Yeah, the yeah. bunker. And he had a TV about the same size of that. Yep.
1: <laughs> that thing was like a spe- – so, If it, there was uh, such a sp- thing as a speakeasy inside of a high school, that <laughs> was it. <laughs> yeah. You had to have a password to get in. It was hidden in the end of the actual gymnasium wall where yeah. there's like pads to keep kids – I don't know, if you're from a community like Claire that's poor and your gym is like as small as – physically possible you don't have room to run at the end of the gym so you run into the wall it was padded and in one of those walls there was a hidden door and that was like cab's bunker it was yep. sweet little cap cabin yep a little trainer's table in there a freezer to keep us supplied with capsicles and uh <laughs> pretty much everything you need
5: and and you're talking tournament time you mean ncaa tournament and when games are going on during the day he no joke had a TV that had an antenna probably four foot long and we'd all be hunkered around there watching, watching the fourth quarter of the NCAA tournament. The exact TV
1: your grandma and grandpa would take on
6: camping trips.
5: Yeah. Yep.
6: Was it, was it even in color? I don't remember.
5: It it, it depended on the reception. I mean, where, where, where the satellites were, the magnets were.
2: Depended on the height of the guy holding the antenna.
5: yep, Yep. How much tinfoil you had on there. Yep. We we did have to go up into the wrestling room, and the wrestling room's above our gymnasium, and that was the only place we could get a reception for a while. And it was like the fourth quarter of the Michigan State game, but <laughs> so we were all in that little wrestling room area, and yep. that was yep. that got intense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Smashing on
5: uh... hey,
6: Nick. Speak... Yo, Nick. Speaking of those walls, I ran into one and broke my arm, and Cap was there to. Uh, to tell you it was uh, broken. Fix it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cap <Yeah>. is broke. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> Here's yeah, a man. Tylenol. I like how simple okay. you made that sound.
6: Because
0: yeah. right? uh, yeah. that, that's yeah. what Cap did for me. Uh, we were playing, I don't know if this is a German bat ball or some sort of a dodge ball. <laughs> we we <laughs> still play it. get dodged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when the bleachers go in, the segments where the wheelchairs could go, those little cutout areas with yeah. the railings, They didn't have acorn nuts on the end of those bolts. Ooh. And when you went to go dodge a ball, I jumped up and smashed my knee on one. Some stitches. Didn't even know I did it until I felt the blood rolling down my leg. So I went down and I was like, Feeds, um, I need some help over here. And he brought Cap out. And really all he did was he came over, he looked at it, and he goes, Yep, I can see your kneecap. Probably going to need stitches. Cool. (laughs) I got some super glue here. Yep. You're going to need stitches. And that was about the whole assessment. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: that was (laughs) Cal. Yeah. He saved me from getting stitches one time after a football game. I got a bad cut uh, from, like, it must have been a helmet or something. When you're playing, you don't really know. Um, They just do the best job to wipe the blood off because – in high school sports in Michigan, anyway, if you bleed, they take you out. Do they still do that? Oh yeah. You, you can't be actively bleeding. So I went over to cap. I was like, "You think it's going to need stitches?" And he goes, "No, we'll we'll get it." So he drew, drew it together with like one of those little butterfly bandage things, and then he padded it and padded it with tape so that it couldn't bleed through. And then I just left it on for a little while, and I didn't need stitches. Probably would have needed them, but saved me a trip to emergency room or whatever. <laughs> That's kind of shit, cap. He was kind of like the MacGyver of of athletic trainers, <laughs> no doubt.
6: He was a savant at that stuff, yeah. Yeah,
7: I mean, I didn't have many like interactions with him, but just from like just a few stories, it just seems like he's very even keel, like very like black and white, very like, mm hmm, yep, this is what's up. And this is like he's just gonna shoot it to you straight. There's no like, yeah, it doesn't matter if he's if he's talking to someone that's older than him, the same age, someone that's younger. I feel like his monotone and his the his demeanor was the same throughout.
5: For sure, there, there were a few things that set him off a little bit, and yeah. I think we'll get to him uh, throughout the episode. Yeah. But it depended yeah. on what kind of mood he was in.
1: <laughs> yeah. you needed to approach with caution some days. Yeah, for sure.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is there anything else that you have, Kevin, that you'd like to share?
6: Gap was a class act. Um, doesn't get enough credit for what he did for decades uh for claire athletes and and kids so yep um i don't know he'll be missed but what a great guy
1: the over under on the number of uh athletic shoes whether it was like track shoes or basketball shoes that he probably bought for kids on the down low over the years oh man yeah that'd be that'd be an interesting number to know since we're all except for me we're all gambling de- degenerates whoa especially that end of the table huh? whoa i the over under yeah, you yeah i don't i don't gamble at all
0: you're like First or second in our bet league? Well, yeah. Just, I'm a very conservative guy. That just shows how
1: bad you guys are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: You don't get in the stock market? I
1: just don't lose. No, I don't do, I don't do that. Apparently, you, you, you don't lose stock market. Yeah, I make conservative <laughs> bets, hoping that you guys are doing a poor enough job that I just hover around first place. And
5: that's usually what happens. I can rely on <laughs> you that. guys to be bad. Do we want to bring up the NASCAR league that you're in?
0: I, I did well last year. Ever. What are we getting into here?
7: This is exactly this is how this is, if know these were the rails. How Wyman, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were
1: gonna get off. If you of. want to know yeah. how Lyman plays poker? That's this is exactly yeah. how he plays it. If too. I'm gonna get into hand, y'all better
0: fold because I have the cards to win. Jack five.
1: <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> I have the
0: cards to win. All right. Uh Kevin, we thank you for coming on, sharing your uh your memories, your thoughts of Cap.
6: Hey, appreciate it, guys. I'm yeah. gonna go look up uh my landlord's number to try and get better lighting in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Guy seems yeah. like
1: a real dick. Yeah. Real yeah like I don't know about uh, uh,
7: living like the breaking Bad. Are, be, those, uh, are those are those oak
1: cabinets though? Those are those look those look nice.
0: It's hard to tell, they're very yellow.
1: it's just yeah. the light. <laughs> is, that,
0: is that oak? Yeah, that's breaking bad. That's what that is. Yeah. That that better not. <laughs> be. <laughs>
1: Rent just went up. <laughs>
0: We just gave away the landlord. There you see go. You I mean, I would imagine right. the
1: landlord would do that. Yeah, see you tomorrow, Kev. Kev. All, All right, see you, on. Kev. Thanks, Thank bro. You. <laughs> yeah,
6: thanks, guys. Yep. See ya.
0: Be good. All right. Uh, thanks, Kevin, for being on. That was great. Uh, our next guest here is uh, someone you guys know very well. I knew pretty well from, from baseball, um, and I think has has a lot to share about Cap. He was actually the guy that approached me on the idea of having a Cap episode. So, uh, without further ado, uh, we're going to welcome in Clint Klosky, better known as Skeet. Skeet, it's pretty dark on your end there.
8: You can't I, see it very well. I can't, I can't see it.
0: Oh. Wow, what are you doing The candle? Is
1: this a candle vigil? I can't see. I don't anything know. You. Maybe.
7: <laughs> I can't say shit with this thing on. Are you going
1: to. <laughs> uh, here comes the flashlight. <laughs> you have lights in your house? Is your cell phone I in do. your in your jacket pocket?
9: I don't. Uh, uh, I
1: apologize to you guys. Are you slapping the keys right uh, now? <laughs> you do have a barn style
5: house. Hey, hey, I, I, the lights,
1: the Amish did sight it. Are you are you going green? Are you Are, off we in, are, are you off the Are grid? we on the
5: ceiling? I can see yep.
3: you.
2: I didn't think the lighting could get worse than Kevin. Well,
1: but. I can see your fingers.
6: <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Do you know where the camera no. is?
0: Hey. At, least, at least I hope that was your you favorite. You haven't found the camera yet. We need,
7: we need to have a rate that background for each <laughs> one of our incoming.
5: <laughs> right there. Oh, hey. Hi, Ski! Hey, whoa. You're sideways.
0: Here we whoa. go. we we'll get a little bit of Oh, whoa. Technical. No, 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 no. Whoa, <laughs> don't put us down there. <laughs> now you're upside down. Go the other way.
9: Nice okay, this thing. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Skeet's
3: hat. Hey! Hey! There
2: you are. Oh! Wow. Oh, All right, my God. That one flipped! <laughs> How many Coors lights have we had?
3: <laughs> now you're froze. Now he's gone. <laughs> oh, shit.
2: <laughs> you're froze also. He's got Twizzlers,
3: though. Hey, this. You know what this reminds <laughs> me of? It's the first time no
1: i know i'm trying to get it to do the other one so. don't you teach computers at the school right exactly
9: <laughs> hey by the way i'm really excited that you were the last one here um nick what do you mean Nick would be happy that we were waiting on you
0: all right
3: we're
9: just gonna go with this can you see me okay
0: yeah yeah, perfect. That's perfect compared to what we had. This is a million <laughs> times better. A million. Don't yes. move. Okay. Yes, a million times better. So I wish
1: I could. You guys.
0: Watch. He's
1: got the he's got the Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers posture going. Yeah, looks so, about as handsome.
0: So what I will suggest is once we start here, try not to move around much because we're hearing all the, the he's clothes rustling and computer I'm not moving.
8: Not moving at all. Okay. Good. <laughs>
0: Good. All right. I'd like to welcome our next guest in, Mr. Clint Klosky, better known as Skeet. Welcome.
9: Hello, guys. How are we doing?
0: Good, man. Good, good so far. Good, All right. Good so far.
9: Good so far? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for putting this on. I appreciate it.
0: Well, thanks for uh, messaging me on, on the idea. Um, I think it's something that's going to work out pretty well, I hope. We'll see once this all gets done in the editing process, but this is going <laughs> to be. I'd hate to be, be the short. editor. Yeah,
1: prior has got his work cut out.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, what we'd like to do is uh, maybe tell us a little something about yourself to to start out.
1: Um,
9: Quinn Koloski, known as Skeet, um, work at the school. Was at um, a lot of events with uh, Cap. Um coached with him in basketball and baseball he coached me in basketball lots of years ago um I would say that cap would be a absolute legend at at Claire I mean I don't know how you can find anybody else better than mr cap
0: it's very well said uh, any any memories that stand out to you that you'd like to share?
9: Well, do we have like the uh, all the yep, we
5: yeah, got it. it. Yep, you got it. You got a hit it on the, that. Well done by you.
9: We got some Quizzlers here, we got some big uh, seeds, we've got some popcorn, and we've got some Lipton tea here. Yep. Um, nice. Say what?
0: So that's very nice.
7: <laughs> Sounds like yeah. you're popping popcorn.
3: <laughs>
9: yeah, <Well>, tough. <it> <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> at a little... the basketball game, if you didn't ask Cap um, if he wanted popcorn and you got popcorn for someone else, you were not on a uh, good side with Mr. Cap Pacens.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. is the first moment that Kevin Richards was just on. He was talking about being, Cap was just super even keeled. And I said, there were some moments that yeah. got him got him yeah. a little sideways. A few and, and, things. and this will be the first one we bring up. There were a few things.
9: <laughs> well, I mean, I um, that was one, but it doesn't top my one that I really got. Yeah,
1: you got to tell uh, that story because of you nobody got twizzlers or seeds for like a week until he worked out of the funk so you got tell you gotta tell that story
9: yeah so in 2013 I was uh kind of going crazy on the, the varsity baseball deal and there was a rainout or a possible rainout mm-hmm. and we were working on the field and all the excuses in the world and we ended up calling it off and everybody went home and all that sort of stuff and then, all of a sudden, I get a uh, I get a text from Kat. He's like, "No game," and I'm like, "Oh crap!" Um, no, there's not. Sorry, I forgot to you know get a hold of you. Well, um, I was not on the A list for a little while. No. Uh, no. So he ended up going into the group text with my mom. So oh, he was the shit. first one that got notified. From there on out, so yeah. I learned my lesson, and um, I did not—I didn't do that one again. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't <laughs> repeat that mistake. And and for those yeah. of you
5: who don't know, like baseball in Michigan is probably the worst weather you can play baseball in, yep. imaginable. Yep. And so we played in rain, snow, doesn't but, matter. Yep. Cap was there doing book with his bare hand and a yep. pencil, and just. Bare throw- hand in the pencil frozen. Yep.
1: yep. He would drive himself. I just, some of my fondest memories are I shared this the other day at his funeral that, uh, I always liken him to a chipmunk for, for the amount of stuff that a chipmunk could store in their cheeks. Cap could do that with a varsity baseball hitting jacket. And, yep. uh, and Cap would come, you would just see Cap walking and he'd always show up like 15 minutes and, and some of our games in Michigan are like an hour away from our hometown. At least. Yeah. And Cap would always go driving his little tiny car that you wouldn't think Cap would come, you know, bailing out of. He'd always have his uh lawn chair. He would never sit on a dugout bench, refuse to do it. He would always bring his damn lawn chair slung over his shoulder and his, like around his midsection, and, and Cap was kind of a, a fair sized guy anyway, but around his midsection, his jacket would be packed with Two or three uh, packs of Twizzlers, about seven bags of seeds, uh, a Gatorade, tea, yep. anything he needed to do book. But he would do that. Just He would just show up because that was the kind of guy he was. He'd drive like an hour out of his way just to do book for us and spend time with him. And, and if feel
3: he feel like the
9: only time, well, the few times that he sat on the bench, one was in Freeland. And remember that um, umpire sat on his tablet?
5: Yep. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was real happy. Yeah, he yeah. was pissed. Now this was a class act umpire. He shows up to a game without an umpire mask. Mm-hmm. He had his wife run to Dick's Sporting Goods like, "Hey, oh, go, go pick me up a mask." Cap was
1: pissed. Yeah, he broke yeah. his palm. Cap his palm, that palm. Happy. Yeah. Cap, you that's the other thing about Cap. Cap would keep booking two ways. Cap would keep book electronically because we asked him to, even though he hated it. And then he would always keep book manually with the old fashioned book because he thought that was the right way to do it. Well, hmm. it
9: saved our asset. Um, oh. Uh, Sanford. Yep. With the pit count deal. Yep. Yep. And he comes walking out of the dugout. Yep. yep. Cap school comes walking on out.
3: Typical Cap speed.
9: Everybody in the place knew that Cap was right.
5: Yep. And, and this isn't just some run of the mill baseball game. This is a district final with a, a yep. conference rival. And Beaverton and Clare have some pretty intense fans when it comes to baseball. And Beaverton, I swear, counted every single one of our aces' pitches uh, yep. the game before. And they, they no, he can't pitch. He can't yep. pitch. And Cap was right. Cap was right. They had their math Cap wrong. Was right.
1: Yep.
9: Yep. 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 Well, Go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, yeah, I just remember him come walking out of that dugout and and there's slow and then there's cap, which is actually a notch slower than cap, which, which is pretty <laughs> incredible. But that is the truth. If a kid was laying on a field with a broken leg, did not matter. Cap will be there when cap gets there.
0: I mean, it's still going to be broke when he gets there. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I was just going to say that. Walking yeah, out. It, was,
1: it gave him that. more time to think about what he was going to attempt <laughs> to do. <laughs> Do you think it's broken? Yeah, it's no, broken. It <laughs> Should we move him? Oh, well, I can't lay here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we got a game to play.
1: That <laughs> was one that was one advantage though. If you were like uh like Cap was a big respect guy. Like the big thing about Cap would be like it like if you could manage the two words to just say thanks, Cap, then you were in his like inner circle. If you were a kid in high school that couldn't manage those two words, then as rightly anybody should probably make the distinction, he would kind of look at you and go like, all right, well, I'm not going to go out of my way to help you because you're kind of a little jerk. If you could manage to say, thanks, Cap, that's all it took for the guy. And then he was like in your camp. And if you were one of those guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably... I wouldn't want to guess as to how many sing I singles I was awarded when it probably should have been E five or E six probably boosted the whole batting average, uh, oh, yeah. to a handful of oh, points. God. I would guess.
5: I'm just happy the truth finally came out. <laughs> well, you'd get back to the dugout and you
1: look at cap and you'd look over his shoulder at his manual book and you'd look at your, uh, last batting, uh, you know, your last, uh, attempted plate. And you'd look at it and go, Oh, sing I single That sounds right. There
9: was another thing that would fire him up when, uh, uh, a batter would come up, a player would come up and want to know what cap scored it. Yep. Uh, you, you don't second guess it.
3: Nope.
9: <laughs> it was an error or yep. it was a hit. It, yep. It's, that's how it was. How many but times? There some players that could not figure that out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a few and they won't be named. Nope. Charlie, no, B- I, Charlie, I Charlie Bugbee. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. That slipped out. I watched pew. that a few times. It got fun to watch. Is that? <laughs> that some shots
0: fired there? Yeah. Pew, 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 pew.
1: How many times did uh, did the umpires have, have their handheld uh, count keeper screwed up and have to ask Cap?
9: Oh, Cap was always, yeah. I mean, on it.
1: Yeah. Like, they would get screwed up, and they know they got screwed up, and they just look over, and they go, Cap, what am I at? And Cap would go, you're at a full count. Or Cap would go, no, you're actually at three and one. Thanks,
7: Cap.
9: Well and for a guy that was always doing the scorebook, like with a pencil and a scorebook, and then we throw this tablet at him and this yeah. iPad and yep. say, We want it done this way because it's easier for us or easier for me. And he still did it both ways. Yep. Yep. Which was just fine. Yep. You could always go back and you had um you had the, the correct book for sure. Yep
1: you would get pissed if you gave him a, a that Palm Pilot on low battery, though. Oh, that'd get him torqued, too.
9: Yeah, that, yeah, or like when it was mm-hmm. cold and yep. the battery would just suck out of yep.
3: the
0: whole thing. Yep, yep. Coal yep. and batteries don't mix. Yellow capper,
9: no, no, Good dude. It took us a, a little bit to figure that one out, but I think we got there. I don't know.
7: So, so he brought his own chair. Oh, in the yeah, dugout.
1: Oh, yeah, green lawn chair.
7: So, so, so was there, like, a stipulation, like, you just don't get in his way? Yeah. Like, these, like, you move on, like, this is Caps Lane. If you, That's like, too. Yeah, yeah, is there Yeah. A yep. yeah. yep.
5: And, yep. yep. And once he posted but up shop, actually, he wasn't
3: moving.
9: No. It, it, it was the kids that would, you know, be on the bench more often. They would tell the regulars, like, you are in Caps. Yeah. Way. Yeah. It better move out of the way. Yeah. Like,
7: like yeah. this is our squad. Yeah. Like, you, you can play, like.
1: Yes. Or, yeah. or if cap found a particular individual player, um, on the more, um, irritating side, if they would, cause it was always kind of cool to sit next to cap. Cause if you sat next to cap, that means you had access to Twizzlers and seats. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody might try to sneak on, on the bucket. Cause in baseball, the big thing is to sit on like the seed bucket or to sit on it. But if you had a bucket yeah. seat, you were cool. If you had like an actual bent seat, it meant that I mean that yeah. sounds kind of harsh, but that's the reality of the world. You yeah. they weren't as cool. That's, so if you if you could sit on the bucket next to Cap, you were like, that was the seat to have because you're fat with seeds and Twizzlers and whatever you wanted to. But no, if, if Cap there. if Cap found you annoying, Cap would find a way to find a player he liked. And when that kid finally got up, he'd go, make sure that that kid doesn't get that bucket. Okay. <laughs> like he would never tell the kid, hey, shut the heck up. You're being annoying. But he would tell another kid, dude, you need to sit down so he can't. Like, it's just <laughs> this is simple. You need to stop this. That was yeah. like, that was typical cap. Didn't want to make a kid feel bad, but didn't really want to sit next to him either.
10: <laughs> right. So who's going to be putting in?
9: Hours, do you think you
0: by Cap, eating
3: Twizzlers.
0: Oh, man. Hmm. An over-under, maybe? Yeah. Oh, over
1: yeah <laughs> uh, last time we went over-under with Springer, he got real sensitive about it. Uh, cupcake <laughs> Seaton at a
0: Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, it was over. We're off the rails. It was Kevin, way over. Kevin, we're off the rails. Kevin, would you like to announce it? <laughs> uh, guys, we're getting off the rails. Th- yeah, that
1: Thank offseason, you. the dude lost like 100 pounds and got in the best shape of his life.
5: <laughs> I'm going to take the over on whatever you set, Skeet. Is with, oh, the question was, was yeah. hours. I,
9: was it. I mean it's probably a few
5: hours there. I mean, some some <laughs> double headers go a long time. Yeah.
1: How many how many packs of Twizzlers do you think they could fit on a pallet?
3: Because I bet yeah, you that...
9: I mean, how much money he spent on um big seeds and um Twizzlers,
5: unbelievable. Yeah. But but the thing with, with the cap is the cap, the cap. That's what we should be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. The, it, the it, legend the cap. If if he knew you liked a particular flavor, it was gonna be there the next day. Yeah, he'd find it. Like it could be the most obscure flavor and it was gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Just the kind of the guy Cap is. He was yeah, he like,
8: went the old
9: Bay once. Remember when someone yeah. wanted oh. to the yeah. he went and found them.
5: He was like the Morgan Freeman
1: character in the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> if you had a thing that you needed, he could find okay. it. Yeah, no. For people that uh, wouldn't know, yeah, like yeah, or that yeah. have seen that movie, that was he was like your guy that could hook you up. <laughs>
7: uh, has there ever been a time where someone gave him Twizzlers and it was like the peel and eat ones, and he didn't care for them, or no, is he bring them all time? No, bring them all
0: the, time. Like, no, do do all the time. Yeah, any kind of Twizzler. Every yeah. Ones. yeah, I just didn't know if it was.
1: He'd bring red vines every <laughs> once in a while too.
0: Which nobody liked. But I'm not a fan no. of the real red no, vines. No, you didn't like I them. love you, Red you, vines. Oh my god.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> we're getting off the rails, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> we're off the rails. But I think, he'd bring I think them, we're getting but, right but the But you would
1: rails. never you could don't bring it up. Cause if you had one bit of like ungratefulness in you, yeah. Cap would see through that right shit in a second. Sniff that right out. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind well. of kind of unwritten rule around Cap. It's always thanks, Cap. It, always. It never like hmm, I don't like this kind because if you did that, it's game over. <laughs> oh, you got a broken leg? Yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah.
0: Do you like nothing better? Yeah, because that's what you get now. Yeah. Yeah. You get nothing. Yeah. yeah.
1: All of a sudden, yeah. your doubles turn into uh, errors by center fielder. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skeeter, tell yeah. us about you... uh, tell us about your plan a little bit. Very infancy stages.
9: Oh. Um would really like to have some type of foundation, um, in memory of cap, uh, to do some type of scholarship for a kind of a cap athlete. Um, there's a few people involved. Uh, we're going to have kind of a checklist of a student athlete that kind of the cap guy or girl, and, um, hopefully be able to do a scholarship for, um, years to come in his honor and then also um hopefully have like a at claire high school a um cap standing citizen award, and it really doesn't even have to be an athlete probably um yeah. we're not 100 percent sure yet but um another place to remember cat
1: yeah wow. you're thinking of putting together like a little golf outing and kind of setting something up like that to try to raise money for those programs or what?
9: I hope that we can end up doing a a golf outing, um, with maybe cap's brother there. And, um, some guys involved here, um, we can end up doing it for a few years, raise a few, um, dollars and hopefully uh, the foundations, it will regenerate itself and, um, be able to, uh, take care of a lot of kids. Yeah, you White got. Cat,
1: you got a course in mind.
9: Actually, that's up. At, that's up in the air right now because um, the polecat should be in the running. Um, Eagle Glenn should be in the running. Um, I know he's had ties up at um, Snow Snake as well, so I yeah. think they're all um, all in the running right now. We have uh, a lot of details to figure out, uh, but I think we can do it.
5: Which which is fitting because I don't like as far as people in the mid michigan area like first name basis cap's got to be up there yeah. like and Allegiant. not not just in claire not just in farwell but probably like in 50 to 75 mile radius like you say cap a lot of people are going to know who you're talking about
3: he's
9: a legend well i mean i i told um i reached out to uh, a couple of coaches that we uh played a lot of ball against and i remembered some of the topics that uh cap would bring up and one was about Brad Encliffe, and it was um he absolutely loved how he played the game. He liked how um competitive he was, even though he could be a little brash at times. And I sent out a a little uh um text to him saying that, you know, Cat passed away and he was like in awe. He was absolutely <laughs> in awe yeah. that you know cat thought that of him and he looked up to cap as well you know and this is a hall of fame coach at a different school that competed against us all the time yeah so i i yeah. echo that same thing there's people all across mid michigan and even more in that northern michigan yeah. that knew them on a first name basis
1: yeah and the other thing about cap that i'll always kind of remember was that um i mean cap traveled with the team always and, and there's not always, even like in some communities, there's not always a trainer, like their own trainer present for all their games. It didn't matter if a kid wasn't on your team. So if a kid that we were competing against got hurt, Cap at cap speed would also walk across the field to do whatever he had to do to check out another kid. He was never afraid to go like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't because we're competing against him. Or I don't know if that would make anybody feel bad. At that point, he just kind of like – his cap instincts took over and he's like, shit, I better get up and go check this out. <laughs> and so and he'd, he'd go over there, but though, he would do anything though.
5: He would dedicate any resource he needed to to, to make sure that the athlete was taken care and, of. And going off of that, when he was first hired as a trainer at Clare, he was the only trainer in the Jack Pine, which, yeah. is, which is crazy to think about nowadays, wow. but yeah, he was the wild. only trainer in the yeah. Jack Pine Conference.
1: Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Pretty mm. nuts. But yeah, it never stopped yeah. him from, from getting up with his towel over his shoulder walking over to assess a situation. <laughs> just, yep. That was kind of always cool about cap. And I think that's probably why a lot of other, you know, coaches and stuff had a lot of respect for him. Cause he was never, you know, well, I'll deal with it on your own. It was always, Oh, let's take a look at it. Come on over. And then you'd have a kid from the opposing team in your dugout for a minute. And you'd be like, well, this, right. is, this is weird. But cap <laughs> would do what he had to do and, you know, take care of the kids. So that was always and a huge cap thing too.
9: Another thing that I was thinking about is, is there anybody that volunteered more time than him? No way.
1: No. Cap is so and,
9: like, in- I was trying to find people in my head and it was like, "No, done a lot of stuff, but no, Cap and, has done way more." Like
5: and it's easy to find a volunteer to do the glamour jobs. But as far as keeping book that's, for, for b- baseball, for basketball, not, that sucks.
1: Cap is solely responsible for all of the statistical data, probably going back to I wouldn't want to guess what year, for probably three or four of Claire sports. Well,
5: yeah. And the only person I've ever known to like keeping book was Jordan Dancer in JV Baseball. Like, that that, <laughs> that, that, that was his goal. To keep <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I just I got thinking about that. Like what year do you think it goes back to that like there's like pre-cap era of actual bookkeeping and then there's like a cap era. He
5: has like his own
1: like era and it's got to be from like I don't know when, what year to like 2020. Well, I was talking to
5: Hags and he's no spring chicken but he mentioned uh, he still has his individual stat sheet that Cap did for him and every player for yeah. all three yeah. football every teams. Every player. Ninth, JV, and varsity. Individual stat sheet. He would sheet. give them a printout. And it it was by hand. Yeah. Every player by yeah. hand.
1: Of, like, Jeez. tackles and like wow. stuff like that for football, yeah. I know you see. Yeah, that. yeah. Wild.
5: Yeah,
9: he, he was still doing that just a few years back, correct, Steven?
5: So what Cap did for us, and this was his post-training days, um, just wanting to be around, uh, he would write down every single offensive and defensive call that we would make into football, and yeah. um, like tell us, okay, you called this defense and they gained this amount of yards against you. And by hand, he did that no matter the weather. And he he actually learned our signals better than our players. Like he, we would signal something in, and and he would he would actually um, pick that up quicker than they would.
1: He would shot chart your uh, made and missed field goals for for basketball too, right? Yeah, I I have no idea how he did that by hand. but In between handfuls of popcorn. Yeah. (laughs) I used to talk to him at some time. I hate basketball, but I used to show up every once in a while and um, pretend to be supportive of you. And uh, uh, I'd talk to Cap, and it'd be like you get like a half response from Cap. He'd like talk to you, but he'd also be doing shot charts. So you'd try to see if you could throw him off his game, but he was pretty damn good (laughs) at keeping into it. For
9: sure, he was. I think my last—I—I um, I have a laundry list of them, but probably my best memory of Cat was when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame with his mom yeah. by his side. Yeah, I unbelievable. I yeah. think he didn't want to talk. He didn't want to get up there. He didn't. He didn't even want the award, but to have him there with his mom and what those their relationship um probably the best thing that right? there's priceless
1: yeah also kind of the greatest he he is he is you know if you looked up you know the definition of integrity in a in a dictionary it would say see cat patience mm-hmm. he yeah. uh you know he's kind of the shining example of what every son should be for their mom too oh, yeah man. he was awesome oh, about great. that yeah can't agree more. Yeah, for sure. Yep.
0: Well, Kyle, you kind of seem like you had a question through the whole thing and never could get it out. Uh, do you have something you'd like to say?
7: I'm just going to ask, like, what do you guys think, like, his favorite sport was? Like, what do he wanted to do most? Like, he was more invested in football. It seemed like he was invested in basketball a lot. It seems like he invested – I mean, now it seems like he's invested in everything.
5: Whatever season but, it was, that was yeah, his favorite. Whatever, yeah.
7: Just kind of the gear just kept. Sure. I mean, once it stalled, when the next thing on, he just started rolling again. My and understanding going, was when he going. was
1: when he was younger. My understanding was he like he was a pretty good. I think basketball was his best sport, from what I understand. He was yeah. tall,
5: lanky. He was lanky.
1: Yeah, yeah,
5: but yeah, it really.
7: I
9: would probably basketball.
7: Popcorn, and he's inside. It's like, not
5: going to get cold. It
1: is warm. Yeah. yeah. It was (laughs) warm, but those bleachers suck, and they wouldn't let him post up in his lawn chair on the basketball court.
5: And and those drives (laughs) in mid-Michigan to northern Michigan in the middle of winter for a Tuesday night basketball game. In his, in his orange Aztec. <laughs> oh, he had a green blazer, and orange Aztec. Didn't he have like a blue, um, give me a Chevy small vehicle. A yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, maybe yeah, something like that. Probably all but compliments of a white Chevrolet. Watch, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he also um, later on drove uh, a white Colorado, lifted up yep, just a little yeah, bit yep. with a topper. Yeah. yeah.
1: He did. Yeah, yep. he'd come puddle jumping, show up, and Cap always knew the sneaky ways to get in and out of these parks. though. he probably knew them better than the bus drivers. So sometimes Cap would beat you there because he'd never get lost. But he'd come trucking along, with a lawn oh, yeah. chair in hand,
9: and he always paid.
1: Did Even he
9: really? though he, at, at Claire, he had a lifetime pass to you know get in, and he would always donate money.
1: I didn't know that. Hmm. Yep, oh, you shit. heard it here first. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, yeah. After he supplied us with who knows how many dollars worth of twizzlers and seeds. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we'll you always s- you always kind of knew what kind of day you were gonna get though when like it, it, you'd say like it, when he when he get right up to it always go the exchange would always go the exact same because Cap could sometimes if like if somebody had irritated Cap earlier in the day he might wear it to a baseball game or to a basketball game. So I would always kind of greet him and go, like, hey, Cap. And if he went, hey, Nick, you knew, like, ah, yeah, it's going to be okay. Cap's in a good mood. If it was shorter than that, you knew you needed to, like, approach with care. You needed to kind of warm <laughs> him up a little bit, and then he'd kind of loosen up.
9: Yep. Hmm.
0: Well, Skeet, I want to thank you not to, you know, kick you off here. We have a few other people oh. we would like to get on, but we want to thank you for sharing your memories. Um, those are all great.
9: Thanks a lot for having me, and yeah. I appreciate you guys doing this.
1: Yeah, we'll stay tuned for uh, for the outing. I'm sure that uh, Life Over Par will probably be pretty promotional for trying to get sure. some guys around yeah, and uh, get sure. guys involved, and in whatever course we land. I know uh, Dean. Yeah, I think, yeah, Cap, I think they'll Cap's put brother. together a pretty good scramble team. I think so. <laughs> I
0: I think I think the so. Life Over Par team could be there pretty decent out there.
9: It I was actually I mean, kind of funny. I seen uh, your little sticker at uh, Wendy's it. on Oh my
0: god! I was
3: gonna bring it
1: up. I was gonna bring it up. I worked caps visitation at the funeral home uh, oh, on Tuesday boy. night. Yeah, and on Tuesday night it was like it was a late night, so I was like. Krista was busy with uh, Emerson, our, our daughter, and I was like, Did you plan anything for dinner? No, I didn't have time. I'm like, All right, I'm going to go through Wendy's. And I'm no, this is no joke. I was going to bring this up to this is the best single best piece of marketing that you have. You've got cups, you've got mugs, you've got coasters, you've got hats, you've got shirts.
0: Whoa, whoa, we're getting to the hats and the shirts. Yeah, we'll okay. Get
1: there. I'm sitting in the Wendy's drive thru. And like like five (laughs) minutes before closing, so the the girls are like pissed at me because of course I'm the last guy for everything and I'm sitting there. And on the yellow pylon that keeps the idiots from getting too close to the building, I just happen to look over and see those Whoa, three idiots. ugly mugs. Whoever did that Whoa. is so smart. Okay, careful with the ugly. mugs. The moms. two ugly mugs. <laughs> yeah, I'll let who
7: you did,
9: use oh, your yeah. imagination. I don't know who it was? Who was it? So genius. Well, I just, just gotta keep say, it keep, it keep it mystery. I
0: just gotta say, you can also catch us on one in Mount Pleasant McDonald's. That is <laughs> impeccable. Somebody too. sent me a photo of that one too. You're
1: Headlights I are right that. on it. You're sitting there. You're pissed because you're waiting and your is open. And I happen to look over and see that yeah. damn sticker. Yeah, you're on
0: your so phone. So yeah. and You're like, wait a uh, second. What are these? So things? you're sitting there waiting and you can see it on the pole. And if you didn't already know the logo, then you're like, man, I wonder what that is. You could buy a billboard. <laughs> so you go very slow by it. You and could look buy
1: a billboard, a Facebook ad. It's not going to be as effective as that single piece of marketing. Uh, yep. So good. All I right. get
2: Snapchats and Facebook messages all the time. All right, guys. Thank
3: you. I appreciate
1: all it. All right. See, see you, guys. See, Love you.
2: Love yeah. you. We'll see you. we Thank you. Have, have a, a good have one. Have a
0: Twizzler. Yeah. Have a Twizzler have a for everybody here. See you, man. Bye. Bye. Kyle, you will not be able to hear our next guest. He's not videoing in. He is calling in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you have that on there? Because yes. that is classic. <laughs> yes. Is that recorded? Yes. That was Perfect. <laughs>
0: hello hey there you are how are you <laughs> well i'm better now that you're on the phone took about 12 yes. calls
11: sorry but did you did you try calling me or todd
0: i tried calling you are Wait, you with todd did? no he was probably no, no, you,
11: todd's at, you, was at his place that's
1: what i thought were you having so bowel he was there earlier bowel issues so what's that were you having bowel issues <laughs> no. He's played it off so
0: good. He was too. He played it off so <laughs> good just now. That's funny, <laughs> right? So uh, I'll I'll it's get kind us, of, It's true. Kind get of us, funny, actually. I'll get us started here.
3: <laughs> it's true. We're off the rails here. Okay. Uh,
0: oh shoot. Our our next guest here, I think, has um, a different relationship with Cap than anybody mm. that we have had on the podcast, or probably going to have after him. Um, yeah. Tom Kleinhardt, welcome to uh, the podcast. Thank um, you. You've been on before, returning guests, so welcome back.
11: Wow. I can't believe you had me back. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We begged him
0: not to.
1: We did. <laughs>
2: but yet, here we are. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so
0: I guess my question for you, I would say, like, what is a, one of your good memories of Cap? But I mean, oh you, man, I got... you have a, a very oh. special relationship with him and his family. So can you get into that I a little do. bit?
11: Well, I'll tell you what, I I went into Farwell, you know, I'd kind of jumped around, you know, my family did, and uh, we moved several times and I had to live with my grandma in Farwell because my family had moved to Harrison and uh, my grandma got sick. So I kind of moved out and kind of lived on my own, you know, when I'm like 16 years old. And uh, I was actually living on my own, kind of paying my own way. And it was like, I kind of ran, it's kind of, kind of, kind of a tough thing, but I kind of ran out of money because I was living in a local hotel and, uh, and I was, I was having a bad day and and kind of was at school and I, and uh, kept kind of sense that uh, things were not going well. And uh, he said, you know, Hey, what's going on? And I kind of told him the story and, he said, well, just come live with us. And, uh, and uh, so I did, I kind of just like showed up and uh, Maxine and Kerwin just kind of took me in as their own. And, and uh, you know, I I think about what if, you know, that I'd have taken a different path and uh, had I not had uh, Cap's help uh, you know, I don't know where I'd be today. So, I mean, uh, it just, it's crazy when you think about it and Cap did these kind of things throughout his his life and, uh, never asked for anything in return. So, and, but he, he did that a lot and, uh, not necessarily, you know, this, but, uh, you know, he had a lot of young, young guys and ladies that he kind of let in and, uh, and always had special things to say and, and never really asked for anything in return. He just did it because he had a big heart. So, but, uh, and I think a lot of us remember that kind of stuff and, uh, you know, the coaching and, uh, the athletic training and, uh, you know, just all the special things. And, uh, and I, and I don't know, I just go back in high school when, uh, you know, he was kind of the stat guy and, uh, back in, you know, my high school, you know, I was, I remember golf, you know, you talk about golf, but cap did stats for golf back in high school, you know, the, you know, the birdies and the Eagles and the pars and he had a stat board that he kept track of all that stuff. I mean, before stats were even kind of like important, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I just, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we coached little league together. We coached basketball together. We, you know, he, he was a mentor, you know, before maybe mentors were even thought of, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but, uh, Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good memories and, uh, and I'll never, never forget that. So just like, you know, little things that, you know, can kind of change how you, you know, lead your life and, and live your life, you know, and Mm -hmm. and how it changed your life. So, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to miss that guy. So for sure. So,
0: yeah. What was was your guys' difference in age?
11: Um, I think we're like, Five years apart. So, you know, when I was like a junior in high school, you know, Cap was, I think, going central and, uh, you know, getting his degree. And, uh, but he, he had, you know, sports were really important and like they were for me, you know, I mean, that's what drove me and kept me, kind of kept me in school. And, and, uh, you know, just that, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So he was, he was always a, a person that you looked up to, but, I don't know it it, it was it was uh, a strange thing how he connected and he was always kind of you know looking for the underdog to help out and mm-hmm. uh, he had a he had a sense of you know of, of knowing that you know he just knew I mean it was kind of a sixth sense that he had so um it's uh, it's kind of surreal that he's not around you yeah. know what I mean so yeah, That's you know.
1: that's kind of a cool perspective Tom I I, I mean I we all are young enough that we know cap kind of when he was older and yeah and that type of um you know personality and looking out for people like that we just you kind of looked at cap and it was like he was older uh by uh you know from us and, and oh we, yeah by quite a, quite an age range and you think like oh that's a guy that's been around he's experienced and he's just experienced life stuff but that's kind of interesting to know that he was the same person yeah, Back absolutely. when he met you and he was just in college, yeah, you know,
11: absolutely. I would, absolutely. you know,
1: you like to, I like to think I would have lifted, you know, young athletes up, but what I probably had the, that type of personality, you know, deep inside to just have a kid come live with me. I, you know, I don't know. That's no. wild.
11: Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy when you think about it. So, and, you know, yep. he worked at the dealership, Nick. I think, yeah. Uh, yep. I don't know if he ever worked there when you were there, but he'd worked at the dealership for a better part of 20 years and, and I, I think of the snow days when, you know, school was called off and Cap would have 10, 15, you know, athletes that would come in and, uh, you know, broom the cars and just, just that, help out. That and, is
0: a great idea. We should maybe pick that back up. <laughs> I thought you would like that. We should I maybe pick like that, that part uh, back up. Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Kevin's but, uh, Kevin's sister was working there when Cap worked there. So. Yeah. A little yeah. connection with Kevin here and and his family with cap. Yeah, I know. I know. He he had a lot like you know, he affected
11: a lot of people's lives and uh, you know, he had a you know, he graduated from Farwell and uh, his heart was there and his heart was at Claire, so it was kind of like a you know, you're not supposed to do that if you're if you're right. a Claire guy, <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to like the Farwell guy, or if you're a farwell mm-hmm. guy, you didn't like the Claire guy and and uh, you know, and I kind of lived that as well, you know, and, and so it was kind of a kind of a neat thing when you think about it. When you we got two communities that are competitive and uh, rivals, and mm-hmm. and then when you pull it all together, it, it's at the end of the day we're we're all kind of the same kind of people, you know, and that's uh, that's kind of the the thing that Cap, you know, did, you know, he, you know, he never tried to have that divide, you know, he he tried to bring it all together, and I don't know, it's. Uh, like I said, it's kind of surreal when you think about it. Yeah. So, but, was yeah. he
1: was he your accountant?
11: He was actually our office manager okay. at the at the dealership. So, yeah, he had accounting skills and and uh, you know he's got a he's got a vast background in in different areas. You know, he uh, at one time worked for Kniversons when uh, Nivesons had an accounting firm actually in the. Uh, the Uptown Lofts is where is where that was at the oh, yeah. basement. Oh. No, so, is
0: that a plug? Yeah. Is that a shameless uh, plug? No, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. no free ads. Yeah, no no free ads. No free thinking ads about that.
2: So, but hey,
11: we have no openings. So you oh, okay, know, okay. get all okay. these calls, and I want to know if we do. We don't yeah. have any openings. Oh, so, but yeah. Yeah. waiting uh, list. Those yeah. aren't the only but calls. <laughs> <list. Yeah. laughs> nah, exactly
3: <you're>
0: right. <laughs> but yeah. we'll keep that quiet. Yeah.
11: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so,
0: but I think maybe I missed it, or maybe you didn't. What age was it that? you lived with him initially with I started
11: out like, uh, the winner of my junior year in okay. high school at Farwell. Okay. So, and, and basically, you know, it was like, Hey, come and you know, at least finish the school year. And, and, uh, I, I forgot to ask him if I should leave or should I stay. But, <laughs> you know, I, I stayed through all through my college and, and, uh, you know, and beyond of course, but, uh, and just, uh, you know, it was, it was just like a, an, an open door. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and and like I said, you know, being able to finish high school and, uh, you know, the first in my family to do that. And the first of my family to actually, you know, finish college. And, uh, you know, I taught a couple of years and the coaching, you know, that I did at Vesterberg was part of, you know, Caps mentoring, you know, as a coach and, and helping me and, And, uh, you know, just a lot of things we did together at, you know, at Claire, we coached uh, ninth grade boys basketball together and, and, uh, you know, got my first job at Claire, you know, you know, eighth grade basketball and, and, uh, you know, doing the varsity girls and, and I, and I owe that to cap, you know, and, and cap, you know, you know, was the athletic trainer and helped stats when I was coaching at Claire and, Mm -hmm. And, uh, just all that stuff, you know, just, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how one, one person can, can do all that, you know, and he did that, oh, yeah. you know, and then, like I said, I, you could, you, you would run out of time to try to find all those people that he, you know, that he touched and, uh, and, uh, you know, you're gonna, you could talk about this forever and, you know, someone would come up and, and give you a story about cap and, yeah. and, uh, you know, cap could, you know blow a fuse one second and you'd be laughing the next second because yeah you know he just that's the way he was you know and he wore his emotions on his sleeve and but <laughs> yes, uh did. yeah you know and everybody knows that but you know he never asked for anything in return is a, is a thing he did it because he wanted to do it and uh and like I like i said never asked for anything back so and yeah never you know and he kept giving and giving right up until he couldn't you know and his legacy will live on forever you know
1: yes i didn't so, really sure. ever know um you know cap's dad i had a pretty huge impact on oh. the Farwell community absolutely uh, I mean, he's got like athletic their whole athletic complex is named oh. after him yeah i i didn't know Kerwin. i think his middle name was lee i didn't know cap's dad Kerwin, very well um, uh he I mean, was
11: a gentleman too would you yeah.
1: say that cap was more like his dad Kerwin, or would you say he was more like Maxine?
11: I think they were a combination of, of yeah. the two. Yeah, you know, Maxine was so giving and uh, sweetest lady, sweetest lady you'll ever meet. <laughs> absolutely, and Kerwin was like a little more reserved and uh, okay, but yet so witty and uh, um, just he you, you always thought maybe you had a you know, you could pull something over on him, but that never ever happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean uh, Kerwin used to have a trap line in Farwell off of three lakes. It was a, a lake uh, that the salt had. And, and he asked Dean and I, he was, he had a meeting that morning and, and he asked Dean and I to, to check the trap lines before school. And, and Dean and I took our sweet old time thinking that, you know, Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to show up late for school and, and uh, we'll have a little free time. So we went out there and just gollygag, around. Right? And, and, uh, you know, check the trap lines, came back in and we were about an hour late for school. And I think that was the only tardy that I ever got to school because Kerwin knew how long it would take to check yeah. those trap lines. And yeah. and uh, but uh, so he was he was a great guy. And, uh, you know, he he influenced a lot of people, too. And and but he was uh, like I said, Cap was probably a, a good combination between the two. And like I said, it had a heart. Exactly like Maxine, you know, and, and again, Maxine touched so many people's lives and, and Cap, you know, was a clone probably of Maxine because of, you know, all his giving and, and again, never asked for anything in return. So just crazy. It's crazy. So, but, uh,
0: Tom, we, we thank you, uh, for, for, uh, taking the call and and sharing your memories of Cap and your experience growing up,
11: um, with his family. I appreciate your tribute to cap it. it, It's going to mean a lot to, to him. He's looking down right now, smiling. I can see him doing that. uh, So, but yeah, I appreciate it. So good job guys. Thank you.
0: I'll, uh, I'll end us with, with this right here. Um, It's, it's nice that you talked about him bringing you in like that. And I did read that there was never a stray dog that cap wouldn't take in. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. All yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, right.
11: Check them for
1: tips.
0: Thank,
11: thank goodness. Thank goodness for that. Yes. So, well, thank you, Tom. So. All right, guys. Have Thanks, a good night. Tom. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Go. Yep. Take care. Yep. Thanks. We'll see Bye. you. Bye-bye. Uh,
0: our, our, next, uh, our next guest here um, is actually our previous guest's son, Todd. Welcome hey. back on, your returning guest.
10: I didn't hear what my dad had to say. I hope I'm not walking into anything here. No, no, nothing at all. <laughs> all a lot right, of, a lot of great either. things. A lot of great things. I'm sure. Where am I looking at right now?
0: <laughs> you're looking at all of us, right? How about this way? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Looks like you're in deep thought. I would ask you to tell us a little about yourself, but we kind of know that from your episode already. So yeah,
10: watch the episode. Yes.
0: <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll jump right into it. Uh, what are your your memories that you have of Cap?
10: Well, I'm sure you got a little rundown from Tom, but I mean, I knew Cap as like kind of almost like my uncle in a way. I mean, I knew him since I was a, a real young guy. He was always at the dealership or obviously over, always at uh, the high school. <clears throat> and he was kind of like my uncle growing up just from my dad's background of living uh, Cap kind of taking my dad in with his family back when he was in like 16, 17. So, we <clears throat> I grew up knowing Cap my whole life, uh, doing Christmases together as a family. But I mean, he's even kind of got me into sports a little bit. You know, when he was obviously, I'm sure everyone's giving you the stories about him, and obviously his days with the high school and 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 taping the athletes and just doing everything and above, uh, for every sports team. Like he took me to all the games with him when he was a little when I was a little guy. Yeah. took me like over to lc football games and just i just remember those big games like as a kid like you know you look back at it now and it's the high school level but at the time it seemed like it was such a big deal and that he was such a like a you know important role into the into the entire school system and how that was set up man it just everyone knew him as cap it was like a household name and uh i was always proud to kind of have him as it was kind of like a family thing so it always made me proud to be uh, associated with him like that you know what i mean
0: did did you ever have uh the unfortunate injury where you needed his assistance and was there any story like, involving that yeah i
10: had like an old man injury i remember i had like i had like the second practice and like varsity i thought i was gonna have this killer year like the second day i went for like a layup and my back like went out on me or something like like an old man injury and cap uh kept me cap nursed me back to strength so, did he strap the old tens unit on you? Tens unit on me, and by the, you know, the end of that, I was able to touch the rim again. So,
1: unbelievable <laughs> yeah, that right. Cap had a tens unit that he would yeah. lend out oh, yeah. to student athletes oh, yeah. Yeah. to use during the school day. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. no joke. There would be a kid yeah, be walking he... through the hallway, and all of a sudden, his ass cheek would start flexing, and it'd be like, What the <laughs> heck is wrong with the kid? Oh, Cap's tens unit, and you'd go. Cat better not find out what you're using that thing for because I'm pretty sure that's abusive as equipment. We all just found out you were
0: staring at his ass.
10: Well, wow. yeah, man. but no. And so
1: kids would check out that tens unit because all knew. had like an electro, like an electro. He had all the
10: gadgets. I feel like in that back room there, man, it was kind of like it was like if you went back in there, it was like you could find all sorts of things.
1: The speakeasy, man. Oh, yeah.
10: Yeah, it was a speakeasy. That's a good way to look at it. It was, For a, sure it was a high school. was.
1: And then you'd walk out with an electroshock therapy piece of equipment. <laughs> yeah. The kids would be putting it on yeah. their bicep. Yeah. I just, I it was unreal to me that Cap had the faith in young adolescent adult males to lend out a TENS unit. It was
0: a different time. Yeah, that thing was different never times, used in man. the way that you it was supposed to be used.
1: I would never touch it because I know where it had been. <laughs> <laughs> it had
10: been around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Bly had that more than anybody. Unbelievable. Shocker. Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, <laughs> in, shocker. Two, in two ways. Yeah. Multiple, I mean, I'm like 10 years intended. older than you
10: guys, and I know about it. So think about the usage of it. You know what I mean? My goodness. Yeah, throughout like all a those decade. years.
1: <laughs> yeah, kids would be walking through the hallway, and they'd like drop to a knee and be like, "What are you doing? All the tens unit? They have it cranked up to 10. Do <laughs> like, you know what you're doing? You have any clue what you're doing? No, no clue.
0: <laughs>
10: no, nah, man, just turn it on. Yeah, Cap, let me have yeah. it. Yeah, put okay. it any,
0: put it, put it anywhere you think it's going to be nice yep. and usable and helpful yep. for you, and crank her to 10. Yeah, check out yeah. my, <laughs>
1: check out my biceps. <laughs>
0: Cool. It it was a good day when
5: Cap pulled out those heating pads, told told you to lay down, give you a capsicle. Mm, Oh, man.
10: Yeah, he had all the little remedies, man. He had all his names attached to it. There was like the hot sock with rice in it. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff.
0: Did he? He had to have had the capsicles. Back when you were there, yeah. were there. capsicle
10: Gatorade. Or, I mean, dude, yeah. well, I mean, it's a privilege when he would mix the actual Gatorade back in that day, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
5: Because it'd be like 10 gallons or the actual <laughs> <Yeah>. real
10: Gatorade. <laughs> and when you mix it like that, yeah.
5: And you knew it was a big game when he got that. Yeah. I mean, it got yeah. it going well, yeah. a little function. bit.
10: Yeah. It's true. Yeah.
5: yeah.
7: He always had it where it's like in the back corners, like, hey, those are actually like the better flavors. Yeah.
6: Yeah. More sugar. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like and he'd always give you a, a heads up if plan. you were an athlete so, getting ready. That's sp-
10: a fresh batch back there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Like> <laughs> moonshine. He would always
1: warn you too, like if you were about to hit yourself with a water bottle, he'd say that this is Gatorade, so that you didn't spray it all over your face <laughs> yeah. and on the front of yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good heads up. <laughs> Just get
1: the purple. That era. is purple yes, all over you. Yes. Yeah. Get all sticky. <laughs> Capsicles. For anybody that's not that's not uh, familiar with what a capsicle is, Cap would make up these gallon mixes of Gatorade like he used to have to do back in the day. And, uh, he would freeze them in the plastic, like little cups, little Gatorade cups. Well, yeah. Paper, they're, they're the were paper paper they were like a paper. Wax, yeah, paper So that they would upside. like peel apart and then he'd freeze them. And then if, uh, if you were, you know, extra good to cap, yeah. he'd be extra good to you and he'd reward you with one of these capsicles. Oh, yeah. He'd oh, keep them on supply. You know, the
10: same thing with the Gatorade bottles. You'd have a couple of the real Gatorade with the water and you'd like, man, yeah. like, get here have a little of this. You know what yep. I mean? Yep.
1: Yeah. give you a little shot get the electrolyte <laughs> replenishment
0: so it's like yeah. it's like a popsicle but it was better it was
1: a yeah.
10: capsicle Cap yeah. made it and it was Gatorade it was also yeah. a little <laughs> tiny
1: bit exclusive too like, oh, yeah. like like if you were in the inner circle you kind of bragged to your friends yeah. like oh yeah what you got there oh, oh, just a capsicle well, look at him. he's walking like, around he's
0: got a capsicle damn i <laughs> want a
7: cap cap. have it where we'd have it where like you would be in there with them and then like ooh and then everyone hears it and then caps like no, nah, they're gone.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yep. and then they'd be
7: like, "There's a couple left if you want
3: them."
1: Yep. You got to know the pass. You got to know the password to get into Cap's room, man.
0: Uh, yeah, there was uh, just signatures all over that wall too. Oh yeah, there was all over. Still, still is still uh, is your name on or was your name on that wall in there? I don't even know. Is that still around? The, the room. I
5: don't know.
10: We should check that out. The The
5: room is still there. Um, in the mic, please.
0: The room is still
5: there, thanks, Nick. Uh, unfortunately, we use it as a as a um, storage storage. <laughs> oh. it's, uh, yeah, it's, not, it's not it's not the training room. A true speakeasy. But, but uh, the names are still on the wall yeah. in tape, yep. in athletic tape, nice. still up there. Yep. Nice. Um. But yeah. See, he he oh. would he would let you into that inner circle. He would give you the capsicle but the prankster he was, he would spin it around in practice for football. And on those cold days, he'd hit you with a cold squirt of water yep. right on the back of the neck or the back yep. of the knee. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh.
10: You uh, have anything, in, uh,
0: anything more Todd you'd like to, you'd like to
10: share. About no, I Cap? mean, it's just reminiscing like that, man. It just brings back stories. Just thinking of goofing, him goofing around, you know, like you say, like squirting the water bottle on, you know, but I mean, it's, it's nice to hear those stories, man. He, uh, Touched a lot of people in a lot of positive ways, and there's not a lot of people doing that anymore. So it's it's nice to just talk like that about them. Yeah. you know. Kind true, kind
0: of, kind of very the true. end of an era, so to speak. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, answering thank the call, you, gentlemen, coming on, hey, man. sharing your your memories and your stories. We thank you for that. Yeah,
10: guys, good catching up. Yep, to you. We'll see you. Right. See, you right. we'll see you. Bye. See ya.
0: Bye. I'd like to get to a a story that was sent into me before we get to our next uh, guest on. This was uh, Crystal. Thank you for sending in your story. Uh, She said she went to church with Cap until she was 18 years old. Um, He was in charge of the kids lighting the candles. Uh, After, he would always have pockets full of candy and he would sneak us pieces. My family sat in the last pew of the last row where Cap would set up his chair and watch the sermon. He would always give me pieces of candy after every song we sang, he was an amazing man. He was truly missed dearly. So
2: he wouldn't sit in church pews either. No he Probably had his, yeah, his freaking lawn chair. Man. <laughs> chair. I,
1: I, I guarantee he'd walk into Sunday service dressed in probably a blazer, a sport coat, with that green lawn chair slung <laughs> over and, and, his shoulder, and still stocked with candy. Probably, dude. <laughs> yeah. Pockets overflowing.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Twizzling,
7: pulling his keys out, and you're like, "Why is there sunflower
0: seeds on the <laughs> what floor?"
1: What a dude.
0: All right, our uh, our next guest is going to have a little different perspective of uh, of Cap. He he's going to be our youngest guest that we'll have. I'm not quite sure just how much younger he is, a couple of years, but we'll uh, we, we we'll him. ask him. He's if, probably your youngest guest you've
5: had, yeah, for sure. Far. Yeah, we coached him.
0: So we will get right into a our budding next entrepreneur. Guest. Yes, he is. He is a Mr. Tyler Rodenbo. You are actually a longtime listener. I remember you stopping into work saying, Hey, podcast is great. I listen to it while I'm mowing and working and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, we'll, we'll jump in it since your first time on, you're not a returning guest. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
12: So my name's Tyler Odenbow. Um, I graduated from Claire in 2018. Um, and I was in, or I was all into, you know, athletics, uh, baseball, basketball, football. Um, now I go to Northwood and I'm currently a senior there and, uh, yeah, so I've lived in Claire my whole life. So I know most people around here. So, yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: you are a hundred percent our youngest guest we've ever had on here. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, 10 years after we all graduated. Um, yeah, I think you, yeah. you would have a different perspective on cap than people our age. You know, mm-hmm. even just by 10 years. So, what is, oh, what is, what's your memories of Cap? Oh, absolutely. So,
12: as a high schooler, you know, coming through, um, you have a lot of different like scorekeepers and guys that are around the team. And um, some of them are older. And I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but some old people you kind of are in- intimidated by and, uh, you know, you're kind of scared to talk to. Mm-hmm. Cap is like one of those guys that you just, I don't know. You just want to give him a hug, you know, when you see him, he's just like one of those nice guys. And, uh, right from the beginning, you know, he would, he, I don't really remember how it all started, but it was baseball. It definitely was baseball and we got talking and it just kind of went from there and, um, I knew him more and more. So yeah, definitely a great guy.
5: So, so Tyler, you're starting a new business. Talk about, uh, how caps helped you, um, get that going
12: so it's kind of funny actually i was debating on telling this story but and it might make me look a little bad but i there's, didn't know there's I'm no debate now. anymore
0: now it
1: has to be done <laughs> nobody looks bad
12: on this yeah. show man no, yeah not so, even
0: Nick. so <laughs> not wearing a hat so He's still fine
3: yeah
12: <laughs> so pew, pew. so i started uh you know it was kind of like just a side hustle it wasn't really anything like a business by any means and i was just talking to my friends you know it was actually in the dugout and i don't know we probably probably losing that game my senior year (laughs) yeah you probably should have
1: been focusing (laughs) on the game
12: (laughs) i know i know gotta make that money and um so i was just saying i was trying to power wash houses and stuff and i don't know if he overheard me but he handed me a note at the end of the game and it says call me um i have a house in a cabin that needs to be washed and you know i haven't really um I, at that time i didn't really have much experience in um you know washing houses and stuff i just kind of screwed around with it at my house so his house actually was the first one that i did and the way you wash houses um you used and i how i use it is like a there's like a bleach solvent in it well at the time I didn't really realize how toxic this stuff was. So (laughs) when I (laughs) was, so after you wash house, you got to rinse plants, really, you know, you have to really water them down, you know, make sure they stay alive because you're drying them out, you know, it's chemicals. Well, I do, cat. I do cap's house and he loved it. He absolutely loved it. Paid me probably, I think $50 more than what he should have. And I got done with it. It looked great. And I come back a week later and um, his plants all around his house, just fried, just absolutely fried. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> house looked good. House looks so good. And, yeah.
3: and, and, and I'm just yeah. like
12: freaking out. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, how could this happen? Like, it, it, it was a bad feeling, bad feeling. So I'm like saying to Cap, I'm like, I'll I'll wash your house next to you for free. Um, I'm not going to charge you for this time. He's like no i just forgot to water them no. <laughs> 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 they were like they were those plants oh, that you could, leave out and they will survive the winters without it's just he was just that type of guy that he did not want me to feel bad in any way any shape or form um and just supported me um every year since then he had me come and wash his house um his house wasn't even really dirty each year um <laughs> It didn't really even need to be washed, but he would always have me come do it. and yeah. but the uh, plants made me were getting, getting Every single time. The plants were getting <laughs> too tall. Say that again?
0: The plants were getting too tall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
12: Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: yeah. He called me in to mow him down again. Yeah.
3: yeah. The house looks so, so good. I
0: thought, I got to get rid of all these plants that are covering up part of the house. <laughs> yeah,
3: and, and yeah, just, man,
5: That
0: was a- And just for the plug, Rodenbo's yeah. professional
5: service has gotten better since then. So yes. don't worry about your plants. <laughs> hire, him, hire him this yeah. next summer.
12: Mm-hmm yeah so i've been doing this i just i don't know if any potential customers are watching but <laughs>
0: hey,
1: uh, or, are you paying
12: for
2: that space no you know yeah. what
0: i'm good on, on on pushing some local business here so go ahead and do the <laughs> plug so <laughs> i it's not so much a plug but i have gotten
12: better um i know what to do now um yeah, uh, you know, it's I haven't had that happen. That was the one time it happened. I made sure it never happened again. Yeah. And it just so happened to be on the nicest guy's house that you ever yeah. meet. So Well, well that so, that's, that's
0: either a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> happened to the yeah, nice guy. Yeah. You didn't get anything, you know, bad out of it, and you learned mm-hmm. a lesson, so it didn't happen on the really mean guy. So oh, would have kicked your ass. <laughs> the, yeah, th- the and,
1: thing and, is and, though is it's like such a classic cap story is like you may have not done that somebody could have easily talked you out of it but cap just like quietly in his way slipped you a note didn't want to make a big deal and was <laughs> like hey like come do my house and then that's what hey, got hey. you going
12: and you want to know the, the the extra thing on that note was like directions to his house he didn't even give the address <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was like <laughs> it was like through Farwell, turn right at this street yeah. To the left, there's a house, a big white house there.
5: He <laughs> did a handwritten so, map quest. It goes back to his <laughs> handwritten stats. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
12: So <laughs> that that was just funny. That was an extra thing I actually forgot about, but it's it just that is cap. That is yeah. cap. Anywhere he had like me do work, his there's one out at his cabin I did. Um and he had to write down the and I kinda understand that one because of the address might get screwy, but um, at the same time, it was like, you know, it was like 15 miles from my house and it was all written down on a note and maybe I'm just like <laughs> Gen Z or whatever, but I, I can't read that stuff very well. I was looking for like two hours. I gotta go
1: east. <laughs> my speedometer doesn't show me what direction I'm going. <laughs> I know. I know. So, so he didn't, he didn't give yeah. you permission to fish in the, in the lake, did he? Yeah. <laughs>
12: You just keep opening up rabbit, opening up rabbit. Oh, rabbit I don't, no, 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 that's exclusive. He, 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 he He's like, Hey, after I got done, he goes, Hey, if uh, you ever want to go out there, just let me know, I'll give you the keys. You can go out there with yep. your friends.
5: Yep, so, <laughs> yep. Mm. So, 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 going yeah. going back to baseball where this all started, you were a leadoff hitter, hitter like Wyman. How many times mm-hmm. did you try to steal hits from Cap like Wyman did on, mm-hmm. on the book? <laughs>
1: I didn't I, have to steal them. He just gave them to me, and I, I graciously he, accepted.
12: I'm sure my stats were padded a little bit, that's for sure. Um, I was more worried about what kind of candy he was bringing me that game. <laughs> um, <Yep. laughs> he brought Twizzlers every game, man. So, yep. yeah,
0: yeah. But, Well, Tyler, we thank you for coming on. Do um, you have any more that you'd like to share?
12: uh no, man, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, Cap was a great guy, and I uh, think a lot of people will appreciate you guys doing this and taking the time out of your day. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what everybody else says. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, thank, thanks again for having me, guys. Well, thanks yep. for being on. Thanks for tuning
0: in. Uh, sharing your experiences. We appreciate that. And uh, All we'll, right. We'll see you. See you, buddy. All, All right. Take All care, right. guys. Thanks. thanks. It's
1: kind of crazy to think we coached him. Yeah. makes us feel old. So you graduated. Ten years. Yeah.
0: Ten years after we
7: did yeah. it. And then when was Richard's? When was, when he graduated? Um, three? Oh, so four, 2003
2: to. Four, or four 03. maybe.
1: Oh, three, oh, three, maybe, right? Maybe. I think it was
7: my, I think it was my sister's. So I yeah. think it was four because three or we four. were eighth grade when she was a senior.
0: Yeah, three or four. Hmm. Uh, Next on the list, the old landlord. I try to, try to bring the landlord downstairs. I'm um, so gonna do this. I only have four mics, so we'll see uh who who'd like to share? E? okay. Yeah,
1: Steve either. can share? Okay. Doesn't matter to me. Okay.
0: Dude, Next me. guest, uh walking in from down or from upstairs, uh the old landlord there, Mr. Brian Atwood. Comes bearing gifts. Bag of Twizzlers. Would, That's very fitting.
4: I would like uh Did you have these here? No, I had to go to, to Whitbeck's to to get those. Yeah. No walks screen. around the store for about 15 minutes trying to find them. Turns oh, out they're has. in the juice and notebook aisle. Really? I thought they were over
5: by the cheese. You know, they
1: put him in the notebook aisle just for cap. There you because go. Because he probably had to go there to pick yeah. up things like that he would write, you know. <laughs> he stats gave them, and them the suggestion. Up. You probably. Know you should put these yeah. closer together for him. You me. know what would really make my life easier if you guys would put these all together in the same <laughs> aisle. I could see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So welcome in, Thank uh, you. returning Thank guest. You, yeah. Returning guests. You're actually in the same seat using the same mic as last time because you were on when Kevin wasn't able to be Feels on. Feels like it. Speaking of Kevin. Kevin generously <laughs> gave up his seat so you yeah. could you could fit in here. There's only so one. His ass is getting sore. Yes. Only one cushion on the stool <laughs> Did I tell you that took a pint of fluid off my lower back? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. You can't sit in that either unless you clear the seat.
4: I'm that stuff. Yeah, very I good. It if I break. <laughs> so, is there uh, any beverages left?
1: There are. Yeah, I saved one of your beers.
0: Mm. (laughs) That's very kind of you. Wait, these were your beers. (laughs) Typical Wyman. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a busy guy.
0: I've had two of them. (laughs) Thought they were his. Well, that's all right. They're the they're for the the entire crew. All right. Um, Crowded house here tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's why we had to, you know, give up a seat to to bring one in. All right. Uh, But welcome on. Thank you. Um, You've been on, so we already know a little bit about you. So we don't need to get into that.
1: Only member here that shares the Hall of Fame with Cap. Bravo, hey, bravo. there you there are. go.
0: Bravo. Ooh. See you wearing uh, the Pioneer Baseball yeah. shirt. Very nice. Yeah. Repping. Um, Twizzlers are great. Thanks for bringing those in. them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What are your memories of Cap? So. <laughs> Jump right into in this Twizzler. Point with a Twizzler. <sighs> Cap memories. So I That's first you. met Cap.
4: I believe when I was in fifth grade, my brother was playing basketball for him. cap was his uh, uh, eighth grade basketball coach and I was a lot better basketball player when I was in fifth grade, believe it or not, versus like high school. So for some reason, cap brought me in into the dungeon to practice with uh,
0: my brother's <laughs> that grade. S- that sounds yeah. bad to people that don't know the dungeon. please explain. <laughs> oh uh,
4: yeah. Relatively yeah, no point. windows. Good good point. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a below ground. Very small. Very small. If there were a court. fire,
1: every kid would have to stand on top of it. you'd have to create a human pyramid for one poor bugger to get out.
5: You still wouldn't
4: reach <laughs> poor bugger. But, but they but there were stands though. <laughs> no. A balcony. Ups- we
3: did have a balcony of Upsstairs stands. Upstairs. There was also a fireplace. <laughs>
0: Where? Yes. Were, no, those are the. Yeah, the were there one or two? One on each. End? There's there's two of them on each side. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you really. could climb in and climb up. Yeah, kids if you were would a get stuck in there, probably. If you were a
5: monkey, mm-hmm. okay, no yeah, you'd have the Spider Man
0: up a ways. Yes, yeah, you would. <laughs> but they were there, still there. So, anyways, <laughs> this segment's going to be. A, this segment's going to be Kevin? a lot of I'm us. Here, just, without Kevin, we don't have anyone. The there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a lot of people just making chewing noises into yeah. the mic. Yeah. Okay, you can
4: continue. So, so I I practiced with with them one day, and I think that kind of started the relationship. Um, my brother had, I guess, sowed some of the seeds, and and um, he kind of knew me through my brother. So fast forward into high school, and uh, you know, just like. A lot of other people, everyone knew Cap by him being around, passing out water bottles, getting ankles taped if he needed uh, anything like that. So um, I'm sure you guys have already talked about his uh, little room and and whatnot. But
1: speakeasy, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. What pretty was much. your take
4: on that room? I loved it. I thought it was great. I mean, great uh, hidden, great place. Um, spent many hours there. <laughs> What's that? Springer
0: keeps his dodgeballs in the Oh. What a shame. It's, if you couldn't hear Kevin, he's off in the distance here. That's where Springer keeps his dodgeballs now, apparently. It's
4: true. I can hear him. It's true. Um, and, and I knew <laughs> Didn't Cap. did catch you at all. <laughs> I knew Cap, uh, you know, obviously through high school athletics and whatnot, but I also know Cap um, outside of high school athletics as well. He got me, let's see, he got me my first, my first job, my second job. And then, and then in like, it was probably summers of high school and maybe even college too, he'd just, he'd hire me to mow lawns and rake leaves. And he was always doing, doing stuff for like his neighbors and whatnot. And, um, you know, always needed help and he'd pay, he'd pay a kid that, you know, just obviously 20 bucks went a long ways when you're like 15. Mm -hmm. So he was always always uh, helping out people and, um, very generous guy. Um, very selfless, I would say he was, it was, it was weird because, you know, in your, in your high school years, um, you develop relationships with coaches that you spend a lot of time with. And, you know, I think we all have like yanks and loops and, um, you know, some of those other coaches you got really close with and makes sense. You know, you're with them all the time, but Cap was, Cap was at like every event of every sport for four plus years. And, you know, if you, if you got to know him and he got to know you, you just had that kind of that bond where, you know, he was there, he was a, he was a comfort. He, he taped your ankles. He took care of you know, injuries that you had. And, um, it was, it it was a, a guy that you could really lean on in some very impressionable years, which I think touched a lot of kids. And, um, I, I think, I think a lot of people look back at high school as like very fond memories and, And Cap is in the middle of all that. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people too, but he's in the middle of all that. Mm What you
1: just said, like, it's probably honestly true that, and I think everybody that was part of this panel um, on this podcast is we had pretty involved parents growing Mm -hmm. up that attended like all of our athletic stuff. But Cap probably actually was at more athletic events than our own parents because he was at every stinking one. And there were some, sometimes where you traveled like an hour and a half away and your mom or your dad couldn't make it out of work or whatever, and Cap would be there. So Cap actually mm-hmm. probably saw more of
4: your games than <clears throat> any other human yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then um, I I, so <laughs> my brother, I was just talking to my brother, and he he TA'd for Cap for, he was saying, like two or three years in high school. That's a good gig, yeah, that's a great yeah, right. This yeah, like the
1: keeper of the speakeasy. Yeah, you just check and what the password is and keep that. Keep <clears throat> that. Ref- that
4: freezer. I feel
0: frozen. like there wasn't too many people that knew you could do that.
3: Well,
1: yeah, no, definitely I, did not realize when, that was an option when
4: we were yeah. when we were going through. I don't think you could do that for Cap anymore because, I, I technically was teeing for feeds, in yep. in the last hour, seventh hour, whatever. But all I did was hang out with Cap and fill up water jugs and mixed Gatorade and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But, um, you know, just another another excuse to hang out with a guy. Mm-hmm.
0: So did he really get you your first job, second job, and third job then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Count that one as <laughs> yeah. your first job then? Yeah. Okay. I didn't get
4: paid for that, but, you know, I did in, in capsicles, I guess. I and mean, then he so. turned
1: around and gave you his business when you finally landed on your final destination. <laughs> yeah. That's like, <laughs> that's the classic cap. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He got Rodenbow started with his entire career.
3: <laughs> Literally his
1: first client, despite Rodenbow killing all of his plants. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> true. Kind of, kind of guy he
4: was. Yeah. Did
7: yeah. he do track? Did Cap he do track? track? Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah, yeah. mostly in baseball, right?
1: Yeah, Cap would slap BioFreeze on anything that yeah. didn't look like a broken uh, arm or leg. He'd slap some BioFreeze on it, and you're good to go.
7: Mm-hmm. yep use that for baseball just
1: from, from what it. i remember he was always a biofreeze guy never an icy hot guy he had tubs I and lived, tubs of Biofreeze.
0: lived on biofreeze in baseball just my arm hurt every day instead of getting it looked at or worked on or whatever i just put biofreeze on it That'd if you be- can't really feel your arm very yeah. much eh, it's fine yeah i got i got a kind of x-rated story here um whoa uh cat yeah Biofreeze got a little <laughs> close to
3: the
7: old. Uh, we all know uh, where this yeah. goes.
0: Before you do uh, explicit content, is it warning. hot? <laughs> is it cold? <laughs> yeah, we were in uh, an Eng-
7: English class, Miss Morris's class, and I don't know if it was baseball or basketball or what it was, but our last guest, Jordan Dancer, had uh, uh, just a tub of Biofreeze from Caps um, from the what, speakeasy. One of
1: his gallons
7: yeah and just like this so he he didn't like just slowly like he didn't start like by the kneecap and like he just went straight into like groin like hand his pants just a gob of it and put it down his pants and it wasn't five six minutes later he was just off in the bathroom and and uh, Miss Morris wasn't having it. She's like, no one's leaving this class. No one's going. She was never to having it. <laughs> so, I don't know. He, do, he does have. Like,
1: he does have kids
3: now, like, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, he does. Well, okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Are they? Are they? I mean, I would assume that there are they. No side effects from that. I, I
0: I thought I heard you start into. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah. <laughs> are they? Are his kids normal? As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Wow, I think that, was, that
0: just about—I I wanted to be just about correct. right. I didn't
1: know in case there was
0: just about got the funeral home trouble there. <laughs> yeah, jeez, do <laughs> going
7: off the rails, Kevin.
0: Go ahead, Kevin. You're off the rails. Okay, all
2: right. He's so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs>
7: no, no, but it was just the fact like he he, he did that. And it was so stupid of him, but he just did it. And then like we like he went to the bathroom and and I went in there like I had to go in there with them. And, and he's like, she's like, what are you going to do? I just like froze stare at her. I'm like, I just got to go. <laughs> so we just go in there and we hang out for a bit and then we go back in the cap's room. And, uh, I don't know, probably, probably has to be like an hour or two later. He's just sitting in there and we're now we're just milking it and we're just like hanging out and drinking or eating capsicles and, and we tell him the story of everything. He's like, "That's got to be one of the most like creative ways to get out of class I've ever, I've ever
0: seen." Yeah, yeah but in that yeah.
1: class, it was probably worth it. <laughs> Only class you can say that about. Yeah.
0: Probably. Well, Brian, if you don't uh, have anything more you'd like to share, I just want to thank you yeah, for for being on, sharing your memory, your story for, for the Cap. And the Twizzlers, yeah. Not Very gonna generous. Go, not going to go
4: much further. I wish I could have made some capsicles, but, you know, I didn't have any Gatorade or like yeah. plastic. Well, you got to
1: and... buy the actual tub. Yeah. So that's <laughs> hard to find nowadays. You got to find yeah. the
0: powder. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think they still sell that, they right? They
1: probably do, but you probably got to like actually search
0: for it. Yeah. Well, again, thank yeah. you for being on. Um, we can welcome Kevin back on.
4: You can have your chair back, Kevin. Yeah. Bye, Woody. <laughs> See you guys. But uh,
0: yeah, thank you. Safe yep. drive home. <laughs> yeah don't trip up the stairs our uh, our next guest is also just you know happens to be our final guest for the night um this man um you know probably is has a biggest influence in claire and really sports around the industry around here as as cap probably did equally legendary i would say so um mm-hmm. coach luplo better known as loops loops welcome to the podcast
8: well, thanks. It's, it's great to uh, see you guys. I've never done this before, so this is interesting.
0: This is a, a first <laughs> for you. All right. So Just yeah.
5: graduated from the rotary dial. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the rotary dial.
0: Well,
1: that's true. How was he on the phone and the internet at the same time? Whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically... All right, guys.
8: Go ba- ahead. I, I'm, I'm used to the old jokes from, from uh, Steven, so go ahead.
1: I thought he'd uh, have a manlier voice than that.
0: Uh, (laughs) basically uh what we do with every guest on here uh since you are not a returning it's your first time uh, we'll start off with just tell us a little bit uh about yourself
8: oh boy (laughs) that goes back a long ways guys uh i'm a claire boy okay Born, born in saginaw raised in saginaw until i was 10 years old moved to claire and ended up going to school here and graduating and going off to college and coming back and coaching and teaching and now retired. And Stephen took my job
3: over. <laughs> very, very
8: nice.
0: How, uh, how
1: long were boy, you? Boy, that program's gone to shit. Still <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
7: the plaques behind him and how many plaques are behind Stephen. Mm-hmm.
0: How, uh, how long were you, uh, teaching, coaching for Claire? Oh,
8: uh, I, I've taught for 33 years and I'm, it's 37 I've been coaching, 33 as a head coach here.
0: Okay. So there's been many, many years of Cap in your life.
8: Absolutely. Cap was with me right from the beginning.
0: Uh, any, really? any, wow. I would say there's probably a million, but most memorable stories of Cap?
8: Uh, you know you're right and i was thinking about that the last day or so and there there there's so many stories about cap i i mean to to pick out one um that's going to be it's going to be tough but i do know that even when stephen was our little water boy um and many of the water boys what i always liked about cap was cap always had he, he had a quick switch on him man he'd get He'd get mad pretty easy if things weren't going the way he wanted them to go and and it it was i mean stephen probably got in trouble too uh whenever he he blew up on the water boys a lot i mean he was he did and but the cool thing about that and i can and i can vouch for that because my uh my kids were all water boys or girls or whatever and he felt so bad about it that the next day he'd come in with a bunch of candy or licorice or anything, <laughs> all kinds of treats for these people because he felt so bad that he, he treated <laughs> them that way. Yeah. But um, but other things, I mean, he was, he's a numbers guy. I mean, it, it was obvious in his job when he worked out at McGuire's, he was, he wasn't like an accountant type person yeah. there, but he was great at being a statistician. He, he was always, you know, he started out keeping stats for me as uh when I was on JV coach and, uh, and then it just kind of, he kind of evolved into being a trainer and doing stats and being a trainer. And I mean, he just, he, he, he was just Mr. Everything for us. And, you know, I've been pretty fortunate in my career to always have a trainer uh, near us and didn't have to worry about equipment breaking yeah. and things like that because cap always took care of that stuff but, how did
7: you uh, uh how did you think that like propelled um claire sports like in general from getting those stats and getting different things like maybe other schools that didn't get the information that he was giving at the time
3: um,
8: well yeah he was that was a good question he's uh there were most of schools were pretty jealous of, of cap, not having a, not having a cap on their sidelines, but they also were very envious of us and they are. uh, um, he, he was, he was like, I guess for lack of a better word, legendary with every school in the Jack Pine conference because he took mm-hmm. care of everybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, he, you know, every coach, I can only vouch for football, but I'm sure it's true in basketball and Baseball and track and all that. But every coach knew him, and every coach would go to him for help, um, and he was always willing to help. I mean, that's just the way he was. He was, he was he was one of the kindest, uh, most caring guys that you know we we had around um, for many, many, many years.
1: Did you ever see Cap do anything more than like a walk at Cap pace, or was that like his whole career? I never saw. It. There was like the speed of slow, and then there was the speed of Cap. <laughs> always with that towel draped over his shoulder did he ever run in his younger years
8: um he did jog a little bit he <laughs> he uh he kind of had the, the coach yankle gait you know he oh, just got, yikes. Mm. yikes
1: so i'm glad He's, he i'm glad he downgraded to a wall
8: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh you know i love yanks but you know, he, <laughs> ouch he just had that he just had that little that little gimp in him and cap kind of had that same thing too but but you're right. I mean, he he definitely uh, he kind of moved at Cap's pace. I yeah, mean, that's sure. just what he was. For sure. Yeah.
1: I always yeah. noticed, uh, you know, being younger, like you could kind of gauge Cap's mood a little bit. Like he brought a lawn chair everywhere he went, even at like, even <laughs> even in his later years, because we got Cap in like his later years uh, of athletic training, and um, he'd sit in that lawn chair. And I'd notice, it, like on a day, if he would be like rubbing his knees you would know that you probably didn't want to mess around too much with cap. Cause he could, if he wasn't feeling very well, you could kind of pretty well read it.
8: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He was, like I said, you know, he was such a perfectionist at everything he did. And if things didn't go the way he wanted them to go, he, he just, he would just kind of have a, just kind of have a little breakdown in front of everybody, mm-hmm. but everybody loved it and respected it and everybody knew it. I mean, it wasn't like, it was a surprise that any of us i mean we knew what was happening and you just kind of just kind of walked away and just let him have his space and then he'd come back and be the cap he always was
3: mm-hmm.
0: was there any stories that you had of cap other than sports like outside of sports cap
8: oh boy
3: um, like did
7: did you meet him like obviously you've, you've known him before having children like how was that yeah we able to tell him and like how they grew up and
8: i think well i again i think it all started with sports because i i when i played sports i played against his brother gary which he was two or three years older than me and then his brother dean who was my same same age as myself um and i think that's how we got to know each other actually mm-hmm. but then uh but then It was, uh, his dad was an awesome guy. And, uh, and of course, Maxine, his mom, we, we, we became very close, almost like, almost like part of the family. I mean, it was, I know when his dad passed, you know, he had me as one of the pallbearers for that first funeral, And I mean, he just, that's, we were just tight back then, but as far as outside of sports. I think everything that we ever did just revolved around athletics in one yeah, way or yeah. another.
3: Yeah.
5: And, and and really he was always busy with sports. I mean, he just went season to season to season for X number of years. It was Everybody. incredible.
8: Yeah. Never, never took a break. And, and then that included the summer as well. Whenever we did anything in the summer, he was up, he would always be around. Um, that's just the way cap was.
7: We talked about earlier. Um, we had other people, um, give Their thoughts and and um, when was he inducted in the hall of fame? Someone said that they were very like touched by the fact that his mom was there when yeah. she was,
8: yeah. Skeet said that
7: when he was, at, yeah. When, when do you recall that? that? Yeah,
8: I'm not, I'm not really sure. It wasn't that long ago, it was no, like it was
5: probably four or five years
8: ago. I'd say it's like, like
1: 16 17, yeah, maybe it was real. Oh, wow, yeah,
5: see, I okay. didn't,
8: yeah. And, and he was, I mean, talk about somebody that was very deserving because he gave everything he had to all the, all the kids um, and coaches um, and this community. I mean, he, he was as deserving as anybody to be in the Hall of Fame, that's for sure.
0: How Kyle brought up, you know, other teams being kind of jealous that he kept all these stats. I mean, how much of him keeping stats on players influenced the way you maybe called some things out there? Because of that information.
8: Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Um, we, everything. I know, I know this is hard to believe, and I know Stephen probably won't believe this, but everything was on pe- pencil and paper back then, and uh, it was
3: chiseled. It was,
7: chiseled. Uh, <laughs> by the Flintstones
8: chiseled it in the rocks. No, we didn't, oh. we didn't do the ro- We didn't do rocks or anything like that. But, um, But tendencies more than anything, running plays, different plays we had, and different plays our opponent had, and the things they, you know, the yards they were getting off certain plays, and what plays were working against us, and what plays were working for us. Um, he, he, uh, he was really good at finding tendencies for us as far as what we can do and what we couldn't do. Yeah, he was, he, he was excellent at that, and like I said. You know he crunched numbers all his whole life, so he Mm he he was really good at that.
3: Yeah, he loved it. I mean,
8: even even up to even up to this last year. I mean, he would be on the sidelines and he took stats for us on the sidelines until uh, until he got you know too ill to show up. But he was always he was always with us, always following us. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, when we were coaching baseball just a few years ago, Cap would always be in the dugout with us, and he would um, I would call pitches. And Cap would keep record of what particular pitch we would use to get a particular kid out. And then every time that kid would come back up to the plate, he would just kind of quietly so that nobody else heard it. He would go like, Hey, you got this kid on a curveball ball last time or this kid bit on a changeup or a fastball or, you know, whatever. He would tell us exactly what we used and we could go right back to the old tool shed and he made yeah. us look smarter than what we were. And he never took any credit for it. Well, and if yeah. it didn't and it didn't work, he yeah. would get, pissed yeah he would get mad yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. he would get pissed yeah. if he told you something and you went the other way and yeah that's for sure <laughs>
8: yeah
1: yeah.
8: So. yeah i mean he even he even knew that when hack didn't show up for practice he always he knew <laughs> what hack was probably doing at his house yeah oh yeah. boy uh, yeah didn't <laughs> want to know that because because god, <laughs> yeah. uh, god certainly knows that i've heard all the stories about nick yep. and steven trying to get Hack to come to practice yep
3: so, yep Hopefully or, there's no stats the on that.
2: I don't know those stories. You have to let me know. Cue the intervention.
3: <laughs> yeah.
8: Or or the
2: I haven't been to practice in like fifteen weight. years now, so uh,
8: <laughs> now as long as I can take one bash at hack or another one here, because our our weight room workouts have changed drastically over the years. I know this is about cat, but I gotta bring hack into this. Uh, <laughs> Please hack, yes. hack used to come into yes. the weight room in the morning. Oh, and he would lay down on the bench press gosh. and basically fall asleep take a <laughs> yeah. wake True up story.
1: rack off of 300 uh, pounds and uh oh, go back story. to bed yeah. and go home
2: when you so have the, a push up when you yeah. have the god given talent that i had yeah. you could just <laughs> you know yeah. i was and bored probably, i was bored i'd go take a nap
8: <laughs> i'm guessing cat probably came and probably pushed you off the bench or helped you and, <laughs>
3: Yeah, for sure.
7: Were you ever were you ever jealous of uh, Caps? Uh, well, Nick now calls it his the the speakeasy. There's, were you ever jealous of his office?
1: There's no better way to describe Caps' office than a speakeasy.
8: I, I talk to me about this. I don't get it. I, well, a hidden door.
5: It had a hidden door. The training room. The hole in the wall.
8: Yeah, the training room.
1: Caps old oh, the like training. the OG yeah. training room that doesn't exist anymore. No. A hidden doorway. You had <laughs> right. to pretty much practically have a password to get in. Yeah, and when you got in, you got pretty much anything you wanted. You oh, were uh,
8: that's um, a end. speakeasy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And when it was uh, when it was basketball playoff time, you always oh, had yeah. a TV in his room too. Yep,
1: yep. <laughs> so always mean. going there and Your style watch, watch too. The yeah, your style with the rabbit ears about a about <laughs> yeah. an about an eight inch screen. <laughs> Yep. 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 Is that what you still yep. have? Oh no. No. No,
8: no,
5: no. no. He upgraded last year. Did he? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a nineteen <laughs> and a half
1: incher
8: plasma yeah. screen. Hey, listen. At the Winter Bash, I want a sixty-five incher. So give me a break. Ooh. Hey.
7: Nice. Perfect.
1: Yeah.
7: It's hall of Famer talking to
2: I don't to know you. how to use a damn thing. <laughs> That's that is
7: true. If it's I,
8: got if, six I'll remotes. Tell you what, though,
2: too many chords. I
8: know we're off. I know we've gone off base here a little bit, but off since I got we're those, off the rails. those guys there, it's it's great. It's great because every time I listen to you guys, and you know, I probably don't listen to you as much as I should. But <laughs> anyway, but usually when I do, I always hear Nick. Nick's name always comes into this for some. I mean, there's always there's always a Nick story. Easy target.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. I'm too but, excitable.
0: I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
7: You well know, I it's just that loops has more hair than you. It's just it's just easy just to Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah oh, that's usually how it gets drug in there. That's how it begins.
3: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well I'm gonna have to take back control of this podcast. Yeah. Good man. Right. Good All plan. Right. Please do. All right. Loops, I want to thank you for uh joining us here and sharing your memories of Cap.
8: Well, I'm, I'm a little disappointed Kyle hasn't asked me a question about golf or anything like that. You guys always talk about golf.
0: We do. I, I, we do.
8: Just,
7: uh, we'll have you back on. We'll definitely have you back on.
8: Well, okay. I want to come on because I, I know I've got a better slice than Springer has. So. Ooh. <laughs> you'll, you'll, oh,
0: you'll have to prove that at a golf outing. Since yeah. betting is
8: now
1: legal in Michigan, that could be I, I a know. hot. Uh,
0: yeah. I
8: know. E- I know. Yeah.
0: But, but hey,
8: I I appreciate it. I I appreciate you waiting for me. I didn't think you actually were still on. But do your golf oh,
1: yeah. clubs? Do your golf clubs still? Are they like actual true like wooden shafts?
8: <laughs> yeah. Do you get slivers? I, I thought we had to wrap this up. Don't yeah. we? Yeah. Have <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah.
1: Wait, but oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're like five six hours past your bedtime.
8: At least three. When'd you yeah.
2: eat dinner? There we go yeah. four o'clock.
0: Same. All right. Well, again, I'll be up at 3 a.m. i to take control here. <laughs> it's hard to do with this guy you gotta here. Gotta
1: go collect the eggs. <laughs> Thank
0: you again for being on. Um, okay. We will talk to you again later.
8: All right. Hopefully. Thanks, guys. I appreciate yep. it. Yep. Have a good yeah, night. See you Loops. Loops. Love you, Loops. Yep, you Bye. too. Bye. See
0: ya. Bye. Bye. Well, that was uh, a wrap-up on, on the guests that I had planned this episode. We are we're rolling Wyman time, or later. Yeah, much later. Um, <laughs> I do have an ending little stat. I know last episode we said we we're going to watch the Tiger doc. We we're going to have stats. Yeah. We kind of did this instead. So next episode we'll talk about the Tiger documentary and kind of our takes on that.
2: Good. I haven't finished it yet. Good. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but no, I do No one's
2: messaged us about
0: HBO. I do have a little, oh, yeah. <laughs> a little stat here. Um, kind of a congratulations actually. It's a, it's a congratulations to the 1,120th overall selection in the 2014 MLB draft the Detroit Tigers with their 37th round pick they picked uh they picked a guy who's heading back to the Super Bowl Patrick Mahomes Mahomes. oh shit so Patrick Mahomes is a tiger really you know Tom Brady could have been a Red Sox too right I did not
1: there's old video of Tom hitting bombs in Fenway
0: he put a little weight behind the bat.
1: No, he's wearing these – <laughs> it is a totally un moment. He's wearing these baggy, like a baggy, like track suit, and he's hitting bombs in Fenway. No
5: mm. no offense to Stafford, but it's just <laughs> fitting that the Tigers draft a Super Bowl-winning quarterback instead of the Lions. Yeah. I mean, that says all mm. you need to know. That's Detroit, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> That's Detroit. Yep.
0: yep.
2: So this is uh, This is – And happy retirement, Jimmy Howard.
0: Yeah, Jimmy Ho. Yeah, fourteen seasons. Yeah, man, fourteen and, seasons, and that's hockey talk. <laughs> wow, come on. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. All
5: right. Yeah. That
1: uh, we'll wrap the, from this the up only here. dude that couldn't hack it. Well, I shouldn't say hack. The only dude that couldn't play. What do you mean? We all played hockey. Oh yeah, you mean you Stephen? Can't skate. Yeah. this isn't a basketball.
0: Anyway, uh, that was uh, a little little dedication to a guy that meant an awful lot to this this community and many communities around the area. Um, Cap, thank you uh, for everything you did throughout the many years that um, you helped many, many people. Um, That's uh, episode 27, Life Over Par. Thank you, everybody, that listened in, and we will see you on the next one. See ya.
2: Bye.